What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. I'm late. I'm late. Very important. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com. Welcome to Deckheads, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to Deckheads with your hosts, Nick and Anna. Broadcasting from the bottom of the boat, below, below deck. Ooh, I'm horny. All yacht talk all the time. I'm having a party. We're shoveling coal to keep this show afloat. I love cocaine. We're off the map in international waters. I need some drama, me. Hide that cocaine. Never. In my nose. Just so you know, I'm in an open relationship. Below deck. Woo! Below me. What? Deckhead. Oh, yeah. Hey, how are you? Oh, yeah. Hey, how are you, Nick? Hey, I'm really great. How are you? Disturbed by your voice. Normal. Um, mm. I mean, it's been um, yeah, it's been real positive vibes over here at the Turner Smith household. Oh yeah, how so? I don't know. Just you know, it's been we've been doing good. Proud of us. Hmm. Must be nice, huh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is nice. Why? What's going on over there? Nothing but evil. Holes in your... Do you think the hole in your roof was caused by uh, God smiting you? (sighs) There is a chance, unfortunately. There is... Yeah, there's definitely a chance. God damn it. Yeah, well, you know, Godspeed. Good luck. Uh, And um, look, we don't want to dwell too much about your life because it always uh, really drags down the show. So uh, let's get back to my life, huh? Yeah, totally, Nick. Sorry to. No, you sent me. Uh, no, you didn't to drag send me. down the show. You posted pictures of your father as a young man. Wow. What? That's my. Now mom. this was pre-corona, right? Those are all my mom. Uh oh, Jesus! Wow. I really you stepped in it. Are a fool. But I will say, my mom has rocked a short haircut like that her whole life. She doesn't give a fuck. Actually, that's not true. 
There was a period in my youth where she had long hair, but then she was like, "Oh, it was your mom." She was a. I thought it was your dad. Yeah. Didn't you say it was your? I thought it. Thought you said it was your dad. I thought there was no. a post about your dad. I thought you went into de- into detail about um, the problems you had with your dad growing up and the fact that um, your co-host on Deckheads always mentions in the coronavirus and uh, me a bunch. Right? You a bunch? What does that even mean? I just, sorry, I thought you were talking about, uh, never mind. I read a little too much into it. My bad, my bad, my bad. <sighs> Well, whatever. Let's, uh, I, I just want to preface. Let's take a break. That, yeah. Let's just take a break and never come back. But Let's take a break from, yeah, just our careers. Yeah. I would love a break. I just sent my reel to somebody, you know, yeah. uh, just thinking about how many times I've done that. It wasn't unsolicited. I'm not just random. I'm not sending my reel to random emails. Uh, so you're just sending out like agents, you're real, and being like, hi, my name is Nick Turner. I recently moved to L.A. and I'm looking to make it into the <laughs> Could you imagine? The industry. They're like, yeah, no, I used to rep you. <laughs> hi, I'm Nick J. Turner and I've added a J to mix it up. <laughs> yeah, you fired me seven years ago. I'm trying to well, restart I've reconsidered. my career. That'd be pretty fun. Let's what? try and make Going... you famous again. That's going to happen. It's true. Um, I should preface. There's some work being done in my bathroom. So you if you guys preface. are hearing any weird noises, if you hear anything from my roof, because everything is happening at once. And I'm sorry. You know how pandemics be. You sometimes have to record because you have a schedule. But, like, you know, there's other people around. What can you do? You just work. You have it, um, some would say, rougher than anyone. No, I actually have it quite easy. Yeah, that's the point I was making. Huh? Why are you yelling at me? <laughs> Whatever. So, guys, we are talking Below Deck, Season 7, Episode oh, yeah. 12. And as we all know, we are back in it because the seasons are so long now. There's two seven, eight, and nines. And we are starting the second half, seven, eight, and nine, 12, 13, 14. Why right? do you think they tone it down on uh, 10 and 11? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just trying to build up some hype. No, I never said you weren't. I was just asking a question. To cr- continue um, oh, the hype. Yeah, they tone it down because you gotta, you gotta take a break. I mean, you can't, you can't keep hitting someone so hard all the time. You gotta oh, give yeah. the viewers a chance to to get a break, like go get make a drink. You know, have one show where you can pay extra close attention to your kids because it's really boring, and then you you grow complacent, and then just when you think. Below Deck has lost it. They come hit you again. Bow, 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 bow. Wow. Yeah, I guess you're right. You you can't give us too much. No. We wouldn't want it. We wouldn't know what to do with it. I mean, I would. We're I would idiots. love it. I would love it. I would cherish it. 
Yeah. I would become it. All right, guys. Let's anyway, get into it. Uh, Joe Biden picked Kamala yesterday. I lost some money on Predict It. Who and, did you um, guess? I had my money on Susie. Susan, Susan Rice. Rice. Interesting. I thought maybe it would be her too. But, you know, who cares? I mean, I care, but I'm, I don't really want to get into cares? my thoughts. Wow. On this. I don't want to get into Spoken my like a woman with privilege. No, I care, but y'all don't want to know what I think because it will derail this podcast. And, um, oh, shit. you know, put enough people in jail. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. Okay, so Below Deck... You said it, darling. Below Deck, Season 7, Episode 12. Here we are. So um, let me take a sip of my drink very loudly. (laughs) Just joking. That was a faker. Good one. Wow. Wow. I'm going to take a sip. I'm going to take a sip of my drink really loudly, okay? Okay, first of all, what, how much are you drinking? <laughs> I hadn't drunk nothing all week. So that's all the air stuck in your fucking system? Mm-hmm. All right, well, we continue uh, with the yacht being an absolute chaos. There's smoke in the galley. They can't go to the beach for a beach picnic. I don't know. No! Yeah, they're they're holding fans. Life is always the hardest on the people on mega yachts. Yeah. That's who I feel bad for. And I, I want to find these people. I wish, like... I wish there was a way we could find these people. You know, like, when the, the local news does a piece about, like, a homeless guy? And then people, like, you know, want to find him and give him money? Right. Well, that's how I feel here. It's like, I need to find these people and, like, give them money. Well, I don't feel that way. I feel like when you're on a super yacht, I was thinking about this the other day, or literally last night when I was cooking dinner. You have absolutely no reason to complain when you're on a super yacht. Interesting. You have every amenity possible, like, to play with, to drink, to eat. Like, everything is, like, literally handed to you by a person who, like, works for you. And it's like to sit there and be like, the food was like kind of whatever is a bad look. I, I Well, I think it's like when these people pay this amount of money, they're like, look, that was a bad idea. Obviously, paying this money was a bad idea, but mm. it could be saved if the food is twice as good as the goodest food that is. Sure. And then they eat it and they're like, mm, my food was just like really good. Yeah. Um, wh- Who do I complain to? This yeah. food was supposed to keep me fed and pay my rent for the next six months. It, do- it is kind of like, oh, my God, that was delicious. But honestly, like, I just don't know. It's like, what are you mm-hmm. even complaining about at this point? Are you just complaining to complain? Because a lot of these people feels like they're just complaining to complain. Mm-hmm. Like there's no real like. Mm-mm. I mean, we'll get. And this into is it. how I would act. I, I do want that to be clear. I would one hundred percent act that way, and I would feel entitled, and I would be like, "Am I wrong?" You know, expecting everyone to be like, "You're not wrong. You're just saying it in a rude way." 
Yeah, you, you'd be miserable. I would be rude. Yeah, very rude. Vamp for a second. I need tissues. All right, here we go. Um, let's see. There's these two kids, and uh, we're making them call them master. That's problematic for me. If you're asking a black service person to call your little six-year-old shit master, I think we can retire that. How about we call him Billy or whatever his fucking baby name is? Pearson. Okay, He's not my master. Let me know what checks he signed. Isn't his baby name, I mean, not his baby name, his real name, Pearson? Master Pearson. I mean, give me a fucking break. But I, I believe Kate and um, Josiah last season, like, jokingly dubbed him that, and then it became his name. Um. Well, they're calling him that. Yeah. His parents are calling him that. I know it's weird. So the staff is calling him that. I don't care how how what the joke was, but they're doing it. Okay, and it's a problem. And these fucking parents need to go to Thai prison, like Claire Danes did in Broke Down Palace. Right. So, yeah, we continue with the yacht being an absolute chaos. And Kate's annoyed because uh, they're using the grill when the fan doesn't work. And little Master Pearson is being a snitch about all the smoke in the galley. That's the other problem with Master Pearson. He's a fucking snitch. He's a snitch. He's a, snitch. He's a total snitch. What the fuck? Yeah. We got you on tape, brah. Yeah. We're going to give you a fucking telephone scar. <sighs> He's a fucking fool. A telephone scar? I'm sorry? Yeah, that's when they cut you from your ear to your mouth. That's a telephone scar? Yeah. Anyway, well, yeah, I guess please don't advocate for giving children telephone cuts, Nick. Okay. It's dark. I don't know if that's the uh, the correct term. Oh, okay. Telef- the way you say it, it sounds really what bad. What is it called? I, I don't know. I was calling, you give them like a, you, yeah, the telephone. Okay. I don't know if you go around saying telephone cuts. <laughs> what do you call it? Just the telephone? That's silly. All right. Well, Ashton is getting pissed that Riley is tying knots that he doesn't know how to deal with. And, oh, that's right. The deck crew was also struggling putting out some deck toys, which is why everything was in chaos. Um, the grandparents say Pearson is getting taller. And then the mom says, well, they haven't seen him in six months, which thus helps us further understand this relationship and why they haven't seen the parents yet, even though they've been in Thailand. Hmm. Very interesting. So they're serving all the food for lunch and Master Pearson keeps going on and on about how he's so hot. But so far, the guests like the food. Uh, and the guests are like, well, they nailed the meal, but we're so annoyed about the beach excursion. And then one guest, the guy who originally was saying, I need Michelin star food, says, I don't even think it was that treacherous. And it's like, what's your evidence that you know that it wasn't even that treacherous? Yeah, the way they say it, they're just so confident about it. It's like, there's no way to explain it to them. They think they were right. And they're like, like, like they, they didn't want them to go to the beach. Like, what I want today is to drive you over to the beach. Then I have to explain to you that we have to come back. That's what I wanted. So I win. Yeah. 
sucks. Sucks that people don't just fucking listen to experts. Now, Smashton is an expert. It's hard to say how treacherous it really was, but I don't know. I If Ashton says he couldn't risk it, he couldn't risk it. It was probably, it would have been fine probably if it was just the adults, but I think the fact that there was kids and elderly folk, they just, it's just not possible. Couldn't risk it. Because one, the kids, well, I mean, I think the kids would have been okay. You just had to carry them and they'd be wearing life jackets. I think the biggest thing was the elderly folk. Like, you would have to be, like, carrying old people, basically. Couldn't risk it. Couldn't risk it. Not worth the biscuit. Couldn't risk it, not worth the biscuit. You heard me. Spread it on a triscuit. Yeah. Well, that's that. So, yes, Captain Lee actually speaks to the engineer... Darian. Do you remember Darian, our chief Of course engineer? I remember fucking Darian. It's his third fucking season. Darian's the man. Also, this is a drink. Drink? Oh, when they show up. That's right. Or when they're like spoken to and acknowledged. Yeah, when they're part of the story. All right, guys. Chugga, chugga. Um, we have witnessed an outlying character exist in real time. Incredible. Uh, yeah, he asks Darren. Captain Lee asks Darren about the fan situation, and Ke- and he's like, "I don't know, man. It's a fucking mystery." And Captain Lee's like, "Yeah, the shit just keeps coming. It's a real shit parade. Am I right? Shitty pee pee poo." Those are the exact that? words. Yeah, I don't. I got maybe I got a different edit. I don't remember that. No, I just think you're a dumb dumb. You don't listen. I'm dumb. Okay, all right. I feel like I'm. Probably the only smart person on the show. But. Oh, shut the fuck up. <sighs> Brian says he's having a lot of fun with Courtney, but as soon as another person from the crew shows up, she puts her guard up, and he just wants to hang out with, like, super chill Courtney. Mm. Huh. And so the guests are playing with the water toys, and Captain Lee informs Kate that the taxi is coming to get the grandparents, and she says that's a good way to hang out with the in-laws. Just bring them in and out. Bring them in and then get them out ASAP. Mm, yeah. She's right. Yeah. Especially when they live in Thailand. You don't have to, like, entertain them. It's like, all right, go home. Go to your big, beautiful fucking home now. Don't worry about us anymore, the people you love. Just go go appreciate your things because that's what you're left with at the end of the day. Because you didn't, you weren't there for me. And so now I don't feel the need to be there for you. I don't know. I just, it felt like that vibe. Yes. So interesting. Do you like your in-laws? My in-laws? Yeah. I love them. Oh, okay. Why? Does Lyra like your parents? I mean, who wouldn't love my parents? My parents are incredible. They're the best people in the world. You'd have to be a real fucking psycho to not like my parents. And yes, I'm saying psycho because that's how I feel right now. Well. You're problematic. Okay, fine. (laughs) What? Yeah, so the grandparents leave and they say, we'll see you soon. So maybe that means that they're going to go visit them after the yacht trip. Right? Um. Yeah, it could mean that, but it could also mean in six months or, or 12 months. 
Like, why would they not visit them if they were in Thailand? It just doesn't make sense to me. Because they're only in Thailand to be on below deck, dog. And they're like, I want to do below deck again. And they're like, great. We're doing it this year in Thailand. The guy's like, fuck. Now I'm going to have to see my fucking dad. That's fine. But maybe I'll just invite him on for lunch. We'll make it part of the show. Like, they can't stay because we're, we're filming or something. Yeah, that's it. My dad will never suspect a thing. That's sad. So, Captain Lee's joining the guests for dinner. Um, and it's their, like, roaring 20s themed dinner. And he's like, I'm going to dress up in a full tux to try and make the guests happy to make up for the fact that we fucked up their beach picnic. What was roaring about the 20s? Why do uh, they call it that? I think it's because it was like right before the Great Depression. So things were popping off, but we got too excited. They call it the roaring 20s because of what happens later? No, they call it the roaring 20s because things were popping off. It's just a wild time. Flappers. Prohibition. I don't fucking know. Google it. Make it a boat fact, you nerd. So economic growth, technological change, and the loosening of social codes encouraged encouraged a lively and uninhibited youth culture centered around the automobile, jazz music, and bootleg liquor. There, I just said bootleg liquor. Like they're bragging about it. This generation drank liquor. Guess what, idiots? That generation drank the least amount of liquor of any generation in fucking history. They can't be known for drinking liquor. But what's more interesting than drinking liquor when it's illegal? I'm saying it's interesting, but it's not happening as often. Well, anyway, I said all those things, and then you Googled it and read the exact same shit back to me. Okay. Yeah! I'm done. Okay. Kate (laughs) says she used used to love theme parties in college, and she was really good at it in her 20s. Um, She was like, I used to be wrapped in caution tape or whatever the fuck. And Darian is also, oh, so Darian is able to get the fan and the galley working again, and everyone's so happy. And Kevin tries to kiss Darian on the lips, and Darian's like, no, bro, I don't fuck with you. Uh, And the guests are sitting down for dinner service, and Kevin says he's making a 20-style dinner uh, with steak and broccoli spinach soup or whatever. 20-style. Yeah, steak. But Master Pearson doesn't care for the broccoli spinach soup. He says it's too cheesy. Um, No, he said it's cheesy. And then someone else was like, yeah, it's good. (laughs) Then the clip ended. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So the guests like the food so far. Uh, Let's take a quick break. I'm losing it. And we'll be right back. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. 
I'm late. I'm late. Very, very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com. Hi, I'm Giancarlo Esposito, and I'm here to introduce you to my character, Gray Parrish, from my new series, Parrish. Yeah, I can drive. My character was a getaway driver. Yeah! I'm retired from a life. You know that. His business is failing. His house is going up for sale. He is the everyman. Tell me about this driver job. We got a lot of action in this show. We have moments of real danger, and we want to feel as if anything could happen. Gray is invited to drive for this man. He's invited to make money, and he quickly realizes this is not the right thing to do. I did what you told me to. And he's in a world over his head. Now, let's go! He will try to do what's right and seek justice. Parish, all new Sundays at 9 on AMC and stream on AMC+. And we're back. And we're back. So, um, Ashton... I convinced Anna to come back. We've never spoken before. It was a long talk, but you're going to continue the show. It's funny because a lot of people don't know that we don't speak when the show is on. Do you know, I just watched the Mike and the Mad Dog documentary in 30 for 30, and uh, they didn't speak for, like, years. They just uh, eat, like, well, they would record together and not make eye contact while they were on air and not speak to each other off air during breaks at all. You sure this wasn't a documentary about us? Yeah, it was Mike and the Mad Dog. Why did they not speak or look at each other? Um, Because... They were in a fight. About what? Like, I figured they were in a fight. It stemmed from uh, one day Mike was uh, not at the show, and then the Mad Dog uh, changed the, uh, uh, the song, the intro song, to call it, like, the Mad Dog Show and to take Mike's name out of it. And then he like came back from vacation during the show and it blew up into this thing. And then there was a bunch of back and forth and eventually they just stopped speaking. (sighs) Pretty heavy. That is tough for me. Yeah. Why, why you, why, how how is is it bad for you now? Okay. Okay. Okay, so Ashton asks Riley. That's all you got to say? It was such a long pause and then nothing? (laughs) I mean, what is there to say? I don't know who Mad Dog or Mike are. Like, But you can assume who they are. I don't know. Morning radio hosts were like, wow. They're they're New York uh, sports radio legends. (gasps) They pretty much invented the format of a sports radio talk show. It's fine if you don't know about it. You oh don't. You're not good at everything. Did I you're not, not off? good at knowing about this. Did I not off? Did I not off? 
if you had more talents or a bigger brain space, you know, for more interests or hobbies, wow. it, more things might be interesting to you. But Sorry you have sort of a narrow a view of, of the world I'm such and a the things that you're not interested woman. in aren't worth being or aren't worth knowing about. I'm a simple dummy. Actually, you know what? I asked you questions and you answer them and that's all I wanted to know. So guess what? I did want to know. So nice try. If I didn't want to know, I would have just been like, hey, shut the fuck up, Nick. Rude. Well, I didn't do that. That's the point. I was like, interesting. Why are they in a fight? You You're a rude that? dude. You don't recall that when I asked questions to like learn more? All right. So um, clearly you blacked it out for your own narrative. Uh, Ashton asks Riley to meet him on the bow, the bow, the bow. Who cares? With Tanner to go over uh, bowline, bowline knots, because uh, apparently that's what everyone uses on yachts. And they can't do them. So he really wants them to practice or they can't do them well. Riley was struggling earlier in the day with hers and Ashton took that as an opportunity to attack her like he does. Uh, and Riley's like, do you want us to do them in front of you? And she sounds kind of like bitchy. And of course, Ashton gets all uppity from that. And then they go back and forth. Um, and Ashton like bitches her out and is like, you have a bad attitude. And you need to shut up when I'm talking and just be quiet and listen to me. And she's like, yeah, because I'm a subservient third stew. Yo, you're not, but you damn well should be. I don't know. You I just damn well should be. Ashton is always waiting for an opportunity Smashton. to get at Riley or Kate. I think he hates both of these women because they won't fuck him. And uh, that's a problem for him. So you're not worth his time. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry to say it, but. Nailed it. He hates any woman who rejects him. And I don't remember if yeah. you guys remember last season, Riley rejected him when he tried to crawl, when she, he tried to crawl into her bed when oh, he was in smash mode. Just wait to what happens in the next episode when he is rejected and he becomes full smashing. <sighs> Pretty wild. So uh, Ashton is now complaining to Tanner about Riley and it's getting so old. Like, I just don't care, Ashton. Learn to manage your team and shut the fuck up. I'm turning into Captain Lee. If you can't manage your team and mm -hmm. I have to manage your team, Preach. why do I have you here? Preach. Um, Ashton's like class or Ashton Riley's like classic Ashton not being fair to me because he doesn't like me and he's being a child. Uh, and Master P Pearson, another child, is having a freak out at the dinner table. So his mom puts him to bed and he doesn't get any dessert. And Kevin's like, damn, that's too bad because I'm making some dank ass creme brulee. Uh, and he's like, you should have just he said held dank out. Ass. What? He said dank ass? No. This guy me. went to um, uh, UC Santa Cruz? Cutlery school. Oh. UC Santa Cruz Cutlery School. Um, anyway, they have their dinner. They like it, whatever. They go to bed afterward. Uh, Simone is telling Courtney that her and Tanner are on a timeout because he keeps going on about um, wanting to keep it casual. And Courtney's like, this is Simone telling Courtney. I don't know if I said that. And Courtney says, that is so awkward. And Simone's like, yeah, it's making me uncomfortable. Like, I'm not in love with him. Relax. Mm. And Riley tells Kate how annoying Ashton is being. And Kate agrees that he's tough to deal with, but that Riley should also just take instruction. And the unfortunate thing is neither of them are very mature. So... 
Tough gig. Tough, tough, tough gig. Oh. All right. They all go to bed. It's the next day. So Tanner is telling Brian about Ashton's freak out on Riley. And of course, they're all so happy to have Riley spoken down to. They're like, yeah, Ashton should stand up to her. Fuck women. And Tanner is telling Kevin and Kate that he plans to break it off with Simone after this charter. And Kate's like, yeah, good luck with that. You've clearly never been in a boat, man. So you have to like leave town, leave the boat to break up with someone. You have to you have to leave yachting. Yeah. And Brian basically says that um, they should just do the last three charters with Riley gone. He says that to Ashton. Ashton's like, yeah, that's so interesting. Yeah, we should just do this three person. And it's like, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Thank you all for, again, proving that you guys are some of the dumbest bros, brews I've ever fucking seen in my life. Hmm. That just sounds like the person blindly... Sticking up for Riley every week. Yeah. It's I, not worth it. What she, her output I is not worth her fucking love yap. Her. I don't love her, but I think someone needs to defend her because these guys are all idiots. That's the thing. It's like, I, I don't like her, but I dislike those guys more for like the things they say and their behavior and how they act. They feel so deeply entitled. And yes, Riley feels that way as well, but like, they are worse to me because they're always like that. And Riley is like every once in a while pops off if she feels attacked. But like those guys are like always like, why don't these girls want to suck my dick? And that's annoying. Well, me. it is confusing because they're really hot. No, they're not. Tanner looks like a fucking like well, a Tanner. horse. <laughs> okay. I shouldn't say I, that was fucked up. I don't mean that. Tanner just like is always too sunburned. Yeah, I don't think he looks like a horse. I was just trying to find a way to insult him. And that was that was beneath me. And I shouldn't have done that. And I apologize, Tanner. You don't look like a horse. Oh, it's not beneath you. Nothing's beneath you. You're pretty. Nothing's beneath you. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, uh, it's the next day. The guests are having breakfast. Captain Lee calls Kate to the wheelhouse to let her know that they, uh, the drop-off is going to be different today because they ha- they'll be taking on fuel, so the guests have to leave by tender. And Captain Lee says every country is different when it comes to fuel, so you have to like stop and attach to a fuel barge uh, and take on the fuel that way before going to the dock. So that's how they do it in Thailand, apparently. That could have been a boat fact for you. Uh, Brian asked Courtney to take her out for a drink before their group hangout that night. And she agrees. But she's like, I have to be ready by five. (sighs) Brian, 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 you never ask a girl to do anything. Oh, whatever. (laughs) This is not a rule you have. No, I'm just joking. Uh, You know, I have to have 48 hours to do my hair. Bitch, I see you all day long. Just come out with me. Have some fun. Smooch me on the lips. Tickle my donk. And let's get And that attitude is the reason I don't like those guys. Tickle his donk. So the guests are leaving and they're like, we had a good time. But the only bummer is the beach excursion was canceled and the kids were so excited to go to the beach. It wasn't our fault. Jeez, why are you yelling at me? I'm role-playing. Oh. So, 
Yeah, they the guests leave and they attach to the fuel barge to get their fuel up and going. And while they're doing that, Captain Lee says they're going to have a tip meeting. So Captain Lee thinks the charter went very well and everyone nailed it. And he compliments the exterior and the interior. Yeah, we learn that they get a 16K tip. Oops. Sorry, I was having trouble reading my notes. Sometimes I like, you know, when you're taking notes so quickly that they just make no sense. I was trying to understand what I wrote. Just get notes online. I'm such an idiot. Kate says she was hoping for more, but isn't surprised because of the beach cancellation. And that must have knocked down basically like a grand off their tip. And on top of that, the boat was filled with smoke half the time. And they're going through all this to make money. So why is she the only one doing her job and good at it? Cold. That's savage, Kate. Um, Because you're the only one who gives a fuck. Everyone else is fucking young, dumb, and full of calm. Hmm. And you're the only one who's like, this is my career. I'm a television star. I kind of want to do this anymore. Thank you. Um, So Kate, or not Kate, so whatever. They they dock the boat, uh, and Brian asks Ashton if he can get out early to take out Courtney. And he's like, yeah, sure, brew. Uh, and in the laundry room, Courtney says she's really grumpy because she has to leave earlier to have drinks with Brian. And she's like, I need two business days before um, going on a date so I can prepare. And he should have asked me two days ago. And Tanner says he needs to talk to Simone and break it off with her so he can do what he wants and not get lectured for being an asshole. And Ashton um, calls his mom to talk about being a bosun. And she's like, she says he's she's glad that he didn't get into any more accidents like last season where he almost got pulled off the boat and had his leg ripped off, which not great. Uh, and he goes on about how his, his parents divorced very young and that fucked him up. But now they're all very close, you know, as he grew up. Uh, and then we see a photo of him and his dad and his dad kind of for a second looked the, when I first glanced at him, I thought his dad was Keith Morrison of Dayline. And then I kept looking and I was like, oh, okay, he looks a little different. But he looks similar to Keith Morrison of Dateline, doesn't he? Yeah, he also looks kind of like uh, Keith Morrison of The Doors. Really? Yeah. That's just what I thought. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I don't think uh, so. Yeah, that was all there was. I'm sorry there wasn't more to that statement. So I'll post the photo of his dad on... Instagram and you guys tell me is he look more like Keith Morrison or, or uh what's the guy's name from Keith Morrison of the Doors. He's not Keith Morrison is not of the Doors. <laughs> He's of Dateline. What's the Jim Morrison? Mhm. God, I'm like losing my mind trying to interact with you, man. You're you're confusing me. Uh-huh. So Ashton says he thinks his mom was sad when she learned that he'd be going in yachting because she knew she wouldn't see him a lot. And now that they're so close and besties, that's that. Sorry. Bye. Smashton has to leave town and go ruin people's lives. Sorry, mom. Don't talk about his mother. Don't talk about my mother. My mother would go around town beating Zimbabwean women with elephant bones. And there's no reason to talk bad about her because that in my country that is the highest form of flattery yeah 
the closer to death they are, the more you respect them. What? Oh, people? Like older people? Whoever you're beating with elephant bones. Oh my God. Now, many times there are no elephant bones in sight because they're ground down to a powder and sold as a tonic. So you are forced to kill your own elephant. Now, from a young age, we are taught to murder elephants. By the time I was eight years old, I had killed 3,000 elephants. I was one of the worst eight-year-old murderers in all of South Africa. Brew, this is true. This is true, Brew. Okay. Yes. You want to ask me about Jezebub and the man who plays him while sober. Joao. Yes, Joao and I grew up as friends, but we became mortal enemies after my mother beat her mother with an elephant bone. And our powers both have grown. Me on the side of darkness and he on the side of light. I am the evil South African superhero, Ashmashton! And my foe, the good superhero, Jezebub. Our fight is not one that will end this year, this century, perhaps in this lifetime, all of lifetime. We fight for ourselves and we fight for our country. Join me in defeating the good Jezebub, thank you. Thank you for having me at this TED conference. Um, yeah. I do think you just got nominated for a podcast Oscar for that performance. No, a Yeah. Oh my God. I, I submitted you in real time. I don't know if you noticed. That's how fast this industry goes, you know? Yeah, you know, I... That... Sorry, I like had to wipe the tears away. Sometimes your work <laughs> fucks me up. I hear this a lot. And it always gets easier to hear. Oh. In fact, I don't really like it when people talk to me and they're not complimenting me. Is that wrong? No, I think that's more right. So, what a performance by Nick Turner. Everybody, please email in, tweet in, um, Instagram in, hashtag Nick's performance, wah, wah, woo, wee, mm-hmm. which is all about, uh, that's uh, kind of like yeah, how you They're already cheering. coming in. Yeah, wah, wah, woo, wee. Nick Turner, when he became both smashed in, and Jezebob fucked me up so hard. My husband's mad at me for not being a virgin anymore. Okay, that's too much. Oh we, gotta, we gotta take a quick break. We'll be right back. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. 
So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. I'm late. I'm late for a very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com Hi, I'm Giancarlo Esposito, and I'm here to introduce you to my character, Gray Parrish, from my new series, Parrish. Yeah, I can drive. My character was a getaway driver. Yeah! I'm retired from a life. You know that. His business is failing. His house is going up for sale. He is the everyman. Tell me about this driver job. We got a lot of action in this show. We have moments of real danger, and we want to feel as if anything could happen. Gray is invited to drive for this man. He's invited to make money, and he quickly realizes this is not the right thing to do. I did what you told me to. And he's in a world over his head. Now, let's go! He will try to do what's right and seek justice. Parish, all new Sundays at 9 on AMC and stream on AMC+. And we're back. The mail just keeps pouring in. Yeah, let's... Hey, let me let's, read another no, no, one. No, let's um, not read anymore. Let's, let's let that I got be. Ben... What? All right. It's just, you know, it's a lot. We can go through these later and pick the best ones and not read them. So okay. Courtney says she doesn't want to go on a lot. Of, she doesn't go on a lot of dates. So she's anxious about her and Brian getting drinks, but they head out on a golf cart and Tanner asks to speak to Simone on the sun deck and then breaks up with her by saying it's unfair for him to lead her on. And she's like, I'm not being let on. Um, and she's like, I get what you mean by being casual. And he's like, well, there's two weeks left and I just want to have fun. And she's like, yeah, that's fine. He's like, you don't understand. I want to fuck Kate. Yeah, and she's like, Tanner's a fuck I want to fuck Kate. Kate. Well, she calls Tanner a fuck boy, and I'm like, yeah, a fucking burnt fuck boy. Uh, Tan- fuck yeah, that dude is burnt. Tanner. Um, yeah, that's that. They're broken up. I wanna, like, wanna, Bye, wanna, bitch. wanna be Kate. On their date, Courtney's very grumpy, and Brian says it's hard to please her right now, but she'll come around later, hopefully. But Courtney's like, I'm really tired, and I don't want to go out tonight. And Brian is all bummed because she's so tired and out of it, and he claims that he put a lot of effort into this date, and it makes him feel like they're at the dentist because she's acting all like, ugh. She sucks, dude. Yeah, and and he's like, I I wish she just told me she doesn't want to go. Remember how she sucked right at the beginning? And we're like, wow, this girl sucks. She's like, I'm not used to serving. I'm used to being served. You know, it's just, uh, you can't say anything. It's worse. And then for a long time on this show, she she wasn't that bad. She was doing a good job. She's a hard worker and she knows how to do it. And um, it seemed like she was having fun with Brian and giving him a little. And everyone likes that. 
And and now it's just she confirms all of our suspicions. This comes out of nowhere. She is like purposefully ruining this date for no apparent reason. Cause she's a little tired. You don't have to be a bitch. You're on a date with the man you love, with the father of your children. She doesn't love him. He's not the father of her children. Zonk his donk and be donk with it. Oh, my God. Zonk his donk? I hate you. So they head back to the boat, and Courtney (laughs) says that tonight's going to suck. So everyone's getting ready to go out, and Simone looks hot, and she says she usually isn't the girl who dresses hot to upset a guy, but tonight she's definitely trying to punish Tanner a little. And so they head out to the club and they they go to Patong, which is like an hour away. And they say it's like Thailand's Vegas, but like even wilder. Um, yeah. And they go to the club and the guys are in one cl- in one cab and the girls are in the other cab. And the guys are all doing impressions of Tanner's silly mom being like, Tanner. Uh, and the girls are trying to get info out of Courtney about her date with Brian in their cab. And she's like, I don't know. I just like, don't know him that well. Uh, and Smashton is already coming out in Patong and Courtney, um, like at the club, she's like trying to sleep at the club. And she's like, I want to go home, but I don't want to ride the cab alone for an hour. And there's ping pong shows everywhere. So at this point, the club is safer. Uh, and everyone's drinking and dancing, and Ashton is partaying. Smashton is out to play. Uh, and Simone is killing it on the dance floor, and Kate is rubbing it, rubbing it in Tanner's face and being like, she's the hottest person on the dance floor. Are you feeling bad now? And he's like, um, I just want to hook up with Kate. And she's like, you're 25. And he says, we'll hook up eventually. Then he goes on stage and does the worm in front of the DJ. Nice. Um, At least he's not um, doing the worm on the DJ equipment. (laughs) Could you imagine Captain Lee? God damn it. I got another phone call. According to the the owners of the club, someone did the worm on the DJ equipment. And now there's damage. You're going to have to cover the cost, Tanner. I got a call from Veronica. Veronica Mars. She solved the mystery of the broken DJ equipment. (laughs) Said somebody did the worm on them. (laughs) Stupid. So they finally head out from the club and Brian buys Courtney some roses. And in one cab, Ashton tries to kiss Kate again. And she doesn't get why he keeps doing that and like pulls away from him and is like, why does he keep trying to stick his tongue down my throat? Why does he keep doing it? Because he thinks any girl would just be like so happy to just be harassed by him. Awful. And um, yeah, she's like, I have been giving him no signals. Why does he keep doing that? And Tanner asks to kiss Kate as well. And she says no. And then Kate and Ashton are talking in the cab on their way back about him trying to kiss her. And she's like, don't touch me. Please stop doing that. And he's like, you should be so lucky. And she's like, no. In the other cab, it's like really peaceful with Simone and Brian and Courtney and Riley. But in the cab that Kate, Ashton, Kevin and Tanner are in. So they're all talking about Tanner's mom and doing impressions of Tanner's mom. And Kate doesn't understand like why they're calling. Yeah, she doesn't understand why they're all making fun of Tanner's mom. And she's like, why don't you guys talk about your moms? And she's like, Ashton, how's your mom? 
Literally, that's what she says. She says, Ashton. Nobody talks about my mother. Yes. I don't. The number one elephant bone killer. I don't know what Ashton heard in this moment. He just, she literally says, Ashton, how's your mother? That's what she says. In no way was she being like, fuck your mom, fuck you, and go fuck yourself. Your family's trash. She did not say that. She said, how's your mom, Ashton? And Ashton takes, how's your mom, as an insult. Like, you have never insulted his family before. Like, he freaks out, and he starts yelling at Kate, and Kevin and Tanner have to keep telling him to calm down. Then he punches the window, and Kate's like, Jesus, what a psycho. That's not okay. That's what Kate calls Ash. She calls Ashton a psycho, even though everyone's being like, stop talking, don't feel the fire. And she's like, it's like he's morphed into the Hulk, but it's not incredible because I'm stuck in a small space with him and he's pissed off at me. And he's like losing it. And, I, and Kevin and, and Tanner are just calming him down and being like, no, it's no big deal. It's no big deal. And in the other cab, Simone and Riley are talking about how much fun they had dancing with each other. And they're like, you're beautiful. No, you're beautiful. And it's like such a good vibe. And Brian's handing out roses to everyone. It's like such a different vibe. <laughs> It's like a love fest. And in the other one, it's like uh, Ashton screaming, don't you talk about my mother. And it's like, no one said anything in your mother. Someone just asked how your mother is doing. There's always one good cap, one bad cap. Tanner's able to calm down Ashton and somehow he's able to get Kate to give him a kiss for it. So they get back to the boat and Kate tells Riley what happened and they agree that Ashton is out of control. And Kevin and Ashton are causing the panini ma- maker to smoke up. I don't get what this panini maker is, but it seems like we should take the panini maker out of the galley because it's always heating up, like always an issue. Um, the panini maker would be a good name for a wrestler. Yeah. You you just got smashed by the panini maker. Or it's or it's a it's not a wrestler, it's a it's a finishing move. The panini maker. <laughs> Something to think about. Well, anyway, it's all smoky. And Kate tries to talk to Ashton about his behavior. And he drunkenly says, it's okay to make fun of Tanner's mom because it's his crew management. I I don't know. It's such nonsense what he's saying here. And Kate's like, oh, I didn't realize making fun of Tanner's mom was crew management, which I thought was funny. Because he basically (laughs) is saying that. He's basically being like, this is my management style. It's okay to make fun of Tanner's mom. Like, it's... Not okay. You guys, Tanner has given you permission to joke around about her, but that's not, man. like, you as management really shouldn't encourage that. I don't know. It's such that's nonsense. Funny. And I thought it was so funny when Kate's like, I didn't realize making fun of Tanner's mom was crew management. It's funny, like, you know, because Kate is like the only funny person to ever be on the show. And it's just, she has all these zingers and she looks so incredible, but it's just that there are just, there's not a lot of good humor on this show. I mean, Colin's very funny, obviously. Who was the big, Eddie. Eddie's the funniest one that's ever been on here. Um, Also, Aisha. Aisha, but she seemed accidental. (laughs) No. I, okay, after a weird crew management discussion about making fun of Tanner's mom, Ashton's like, I'll go wake up Tanner about this. It's like, why? So he goes and wakes <laughs> up Tanner, who's out cold. So unnecessary to wake up Tanner, like shake him awake. 
And Tanner somehow gets up to join the conversation and it's a drunk mess. And Kate's being like, I didn't realize you guys were, you just make fun of Tanner's mom. Like I was just saying, how's your mom? Why don't we stop making fun of Tanner's mom? And, and Ashton's being like, nobody likes you. You suck. And Tanner, tell her. And Tanner's like, she does get away with more stuff than other people. And it's like, go to fucking bed, you dumb zombie. Weren't you literally trying to make out with her 20 minutes ago? And um, so Kate gets upset because they're all ganging up on her. And she says, well, I quit. Figure your own shit out. And she packs all her shit up and she demands a plane ticket and a hotel room from the producers and says she doesn't want to talk to Captain Lee before. And then she just bounces off the boat and tells the camera crew not to follow her. And I think Ashton is a fucking asshole and a fool for this shit and should really reevaluate his whole life after watching this footage. And that's the end of the episode. Wow. What a shit show. Yeah. Like, what are you even freaking out about? You said that um, we have a new boat fact and I didn't ruin it. Great. I'm going to be reading this along with all of you. All right, guys, it's time for boat facts with Nikki T's. Wait, is this two five-star review boat facts in a row? Um, uh, yeah. Wow, you guys, see what happens when you leave us five-star review boat facts? We fucking appreciate it, and we feel so good inside. <sighs> so please leave us a five-star review, boat fact or not. You know, we love it all. Five-star review. Five star review. You know, I'm going to give this five star review a winner's bell, baby. Oh, it feels so good to be alive. Uh, hold on. I'm going to. Oh, yeah. Am I right? Oh, there's nothing like this. Swap. Hey, can uh, iHeart send me a new computer? Uh, possibly. If you're a good yes. baby boy. Yes. If you're a good baby boy. Okay. These guys are real yachties. Hell yeah. That's By nice. the tiff. That's nice. Five stars, Thank baby. You, the tiff. I love this show. Incredible. Nick and Anna are the best. Couldn't agree more. Boat fact. Right to the point. Love it. You can remember which side is port and which side is starboard by using the saying, there's a little port left. Because when you are looking towards the bow, port is on the left. Hopefully, I didn't learn that from a boat fact that Nick already shared. No, you did not. I remember port is left because they both have four letters. That's my little device. I like this but one I, better. I love this. This is way better. Yeah. There's very little this is port fun. left. So starboard is right then and port is left. Yeah. And what's the front? Bow, bow is the front? And the aft. Aft. Aft deck. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Main deck aft. Main deck aft. Um, pretty cool. Well, thanks to the Tiff. Learning so much about I'm boating. assuming that's Tiffany Haddish. Yeah. 
as she takes time away from doing live shows outside with Louis C.K. to leave us reviews about our show. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. All right. See you guys later. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening. This was Season 7, Episode 12. Wow, we've come such a long way. We are almost done with Season 7 which means we are almost done with the regular Below Deck franchise. Because after this, we're going we're gonna to record Sailing. That's a different franchise spinoff. And then after that, we're going to finish up Med with season five. Holy shit. You guys, this is a wild ride. Oh, and boy, am I glad to be done so I can go on vacay uh, to my living room. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Season seven, episode 12. You can follow us at Deckheads Pod on Instagram and Twitter. You can email us at deckheadspod at gmail.com. You can leave us a five-star review. We would love it. Or you could check out our merch at tpublic.com. Deckheads merch. Check it out. Link in our bios. Lincoln. All right, guys. I got to get the fuck out of here. Oh, follow me at Anna Hosea. Nick is at Nick's Turners. And that's that, queen. Deckheads is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. I'm late. I'm late. For the important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? My check engine light's on. Mm, That could hurt your gas mileage. The AutoZone free fix finder service can help find the fix for free. This whole report for free? That's right. Printed and on your phone for free. But what if the fix is too tough? We'll recommend a local shop. Fix finder only at AutoZone. Get in zone, auto zone. Restrictions apply.